Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Kingdom versus Action Andre and Darius Martin kicked off Ring of Honor this week. And seemed very fair. Two people against an entire kingdom. Also, hello my friends, welcome to Ups and Downs with me, Simon Miller, this time for Ring of Honor TV. Sometimes brand new people stumble across these videos and they're like, well that wasn't very serious, so I would just like to address those claims. No. No it's not. Let's have those doubts. It's also tied into the feud that's been going on for a while, with action taking the place of Dante Martin, and as always, we send our best wishes to him. I hope he's doing okay. And you will not be surprised to hear that Mike Bennett and Matt Taven kicked ass for a little while, because look at the definition. A kingdom, a territory ruled by a king or queen. So what chance does anybody have? Anyway, enough of that nonsense. And after Martin got bored of being beaten up, he tried to make this leap tag to Action Andretti... And Mike Bennett was like, nope. And he spine busted him or he busted his spine. They then and went and whooped Action Andretti too. So he wouldn't be able to get the tag anyway. Of course, eventually he did get this touch of hands because it is professional wrestling. He did this crazy springboard moonsault onto everybody. And this is when Darius was like, well, I want some revenge too. And he pushed Matt off the top. Action and Darius were then doing double team moves. This is when I realized, wait a minute, my brain does. We can call them and because you can go Action and Darius A-N-D. Now this is both the best and the worst name ever. But you already know how this match ended. Maria Kanellis was like, well, I don't want any of this to happen. And she cast distraction and the good guys were screwed. Because it led to the heels hitting the prank on pack and getting the one, two, three. So I suppose this feud can continue. Then eventually Dante can come back and the kingdom can get an extra guy. Although once again, there are territories so they don't need it. This was a fun start. Oh. Athena was then in the back cutting a promo. And I'm pretty sure that she threatened... The porcelain hussies. So I was like, <laughs> Athena, you're the best. It's also when we got the best match ever. And I am not kidding, because here is the deal. I'm a big fan of Willow Nightingale. We have talked about that before. But we've also talked about how I am a fan of the Renegades. And here, it was Willow versus Robin Renegade. So I felt like a proud parent. I don't know what that means. Seriously though, both are getting better week in, week out. And I just enjoy being a fan. And see professional wrestlers improve on my screen something nice about it. Nightingale did start out hot here before Robin decided, well, I can use the ring apron to get back in control. 
when she went up to Willow and just slapped her right round the face. That'll do it. It was always just going to piss off Nightingale, so she absolutely smashed out this spine buster. And she hit the most ridiculous pounce ever. And if you look out the window, you can probably see Robin Renegade now flying to the moon. Because they are renegades, though, all of a sudden Charlotte was taking her place. They were doing that kind of twin magic thing, which I'll always enjoy. And it did sort of work, because all of a sudden Robin hit the most devastating move in our sports entertainment surprise roll-up. And I can't lie, I may have gone, please, please, please didn't work. Instead, Nightingale proved that she is learning too because she then hit a surprise roll-up of her own. She got the one, two, three. And this is when the Renegades were like, well, we know we're on Ring of Honor TV and we're meant to be honorable, but we're not going to do that and we're going to lurk you. So they laid her out with a heart attack and I suppose this must be the start of something. Maybe Sky Blue can become Willow Nightingale's tag team partner and that would rock. So I'm really excited about this. There's something nice and fresh and new giving it an up. Quick interview with Cole Cabana, who was going to be facing Samoa Joe later, and I couldn't help it. And I was like, man, look at this. 2023, and it's Samoa Joe versus Colt Cabana. That makes me feel warm and fuzzy in my downtown. As always with ROH TV, the matches just keep coming, though. And we got somewhat of a surprise return here, or at least it surprised me, because Lance Archer is back. And I can't remember the last time we did see him on affiliated AEW television. <laughs> he was fighting Jar C. And poor, poor Jarcy. I mean, Archer literally dragged his ass to the ring from the back. Beat him up, beat him up, beat him up. Hit a massive lariat, pinned him one, two, three. And then very nicely, because he's a kind man, grabbed his poor victim and took him to the back again. So I really do hope that Lance Archer pops back up all over the place as well, because he is so damn good. I know he's been rocking it in Japan recently, but I never see him have a bad outing. It's always nice to have a squash match here and there. And then the big man slapping another not-so-big man continued. See, it came Brian Cage. Now, he was taken on Joey Jett, who I swear was a member of the Jetsons. And he must have been a hometown hero or something, because he got a little bit of offense here. And at one point, he even booted Brian Cage right in the face. And these fans went crazy. They totally believed it. Now, that was a little bit silly, but hey-ho, you may as well believe. Because really what did happen is Cage was like, man, I can't be bothered with this. I'm tired. I just want to go to the sleep or the gym, hit the F5 or the F10 or the F456, whatever you're calling it, and he got the one, two, three. Now, what I think we should do is we can continue to do all this stuff with Brian Cage and Swerve Strickland, the moguls, because I think there's something there. But if this was about giving Brian momentum, then we did that. He's good, Brian Cage. He's a man mountain, but he can move. So he's the moving man mountain of Triple M. Let's just move on up. When Athena was having another one of these proven ground matches. I think she likes them. It's also basically become an open challenge, which is always good. And this week it was answered by none other than Heather Reckless. Now, I know we've talked about her before, but I'm never going to let it slide. Heather Reckless is a tremendous wrestling name. Her plan was just to fly Athena too and try and get some shots in there. And I timed it. It worked for all about eight seconds. Because the champion caught her and then threw Hev into Barry Barricade. I just facepalmed because I was like, are you kidding me? Because Athena really does do this a lot, so I'm going to try a different tact here. I'm going to ask nicely, could you please just leave him alone? Imagine he wasn't there. All of a sudden, the fans will enter the ring. That's his whole purpose. That's his whole job. It did get worse because then Athena did it over and over and over and over again, so I was just crying down in my tootsie toes. But when they did get back in the ring, once again, Heather has been watching pro wrestling because she went for the most devastating move in all the sports entertainment. Once again, it didn't work. 
I'm pretty sure I just said undertainment. It was a massive mistake though, because Athena must have powerbombed her around about 92,766 times when she locked on the crossface and she got the win. But seriously, Athena is a great champion right now. She is just rocking and a rolling and she kind of comes across as a psychopath, which is 100% the case. We should do more with her. That's all I'm saying. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. When the Dark Order were on Ring of Honor. Excellent. It was John Silver and Alex Reynolds too, so we had the OG crew here. And they were taken on Cole Carter and Lee Johnson. Feels like we haven't seen them in ages. Silver went crazy as ever as he and Alex started doing the tags to remind you they're a good tag team. Where Johnson was like, nope, having none of it. And he cast distraction, kind of. Because he knew that one wrestler is not going to be able to concentrate when they see another wrestler outside of the corner of their eye. So he took advantage of that when Carter threw the Dark Order into Barry Barricade. I mean, what are you doing to me? I have to watch all this wrestling. It's my job. But these wrestlers, well, they're trying to make me cry and you're going to do a good job. Thankfully, though, it did lead to a Johnny Hungy Hot tag. And as we've said once and as we will say every single time... He's got one of the best in the game. He just took out everybody, including this press slam, when eventually, yeah, he got back with Alex Reynolds. They hit all their big combos and their Mortal Kombat finisher, 
And they got the one, two, three. I thought, man, that's pretty impressive. You can't get mad at that. And as you do recall, I have been a fan of the Dark Order since day one, even when they were quite struggling on Dynamite. And I think it's time to do something big with them again. But for now, up. And then my friends kept on coming because Nick Comoroto was out for a match. Now, this was a man that got very upset with me a few months ago because I do have no hair, even though I can't control that. I mean, what? Nothing happens. And kind of amazingly, he was taken on Penta. Now, it didn't look good for the big man at the start because, of course, the Mark man has been on a tear recently. He's been flying everywhere, both literally and figuratively. And that was doubly true when Nicky hit a spear. I got a little bit annoyed. It's my damn finishing move. He stole it. I definitely didn't steal it from anyone. Penta is a smart dude, though, so he started working over Komaro's arm. So when he went to give Penta a slam, he wasn't able to do it. Because look, if you are down a limb, everything is so much harder. It also allowed Penta to go for the sacrifice where he did get the victory. And I kind of liked all of this. And maybe, just maybe, this is what Ring of Honor should become a house for. These wrestlers that we did used to push on AEW... And now they can have a second coming. No idea where it's all headed, though, because do not forget that Penta is one half of the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. So maybe, going back to what I just said, Nick Comoroto and Anthony Gogo can go after those titles. You could just do it on TV. It's totally fine. Up. When we got to what I think was the highlight of the night, Lee Moriarty versus Takeshita. It also goes to show that I know nothing about how to book a show, because on ups and downs for Dynamite, I was like, man, I think Takeshita may join the BCC. But after watching his performance here... That would be absolutely redonkulous because he's so damn over and he's such a good, good guy. And also, do not count out Lee Moriarty. That guy can go. This just totally gelled, even though the story was kind of similar to the last match. Lee decided, well, I'm going to work over your hand and your arm to Kester, and then we'll see what you do. And Kester's answer was to keep going for German suplexes. Dust is good. It did, however, stop the Blue Thunder Bomb, the least successful move in wrestling history. When they were throwing each other, let's do it all together now, into Barry Barricade. So that's that. I have decided we are starting a counter. It's going to go across every single damn wrestling show. I'm never going to be able to keep up with it, but we're going to start it here because it'd be a big surprise for everybody. And I'm going to say it moves up to three. That's being generous. I'm pointing over here. I can't remember where the counters are. They also used Rita the Ring Post to inflict even more damage. But this is when Dekester was like, I'm done. And he started to fight back. I mean, there was a clothesline. There was a brain buster. There was a senton. Every single thing was absolutely wonderful. Eventually, Moriarty was still able to cut him off and hit a superplex. But then we did get the blue thunderbomb. <laughs> did he get the pin? Of course it didn't. And then going back to all these German suplexes where Dekester finally hit his massive one. Then he hit that incredible forearm. He followed up with a running knee. One, two, three. That rhymes, so I do get a prize. This one gets a round of applause. There is a lot of good stuff on that Ring of Honor. Should watch it up. And speaking about such things, it was then for Kingo versus Gringo Loco. And this was absolutely nuts. Now, I don't even know what to do. Because it's one of those matches where they just defied the laws of physics, they defied the laws of gravity, and basically sent you a message, oh, we're not of this world, we were sent from some kind of wrestling planet, and we're going to do things you've never seen before. And they were missing dives, they were hitting dives, they were doing these crazy slams from the top rope and then just smashing into the mat. You never knew what was coming next, and yet they nailed everything so perfectly. Even when it was a little bit wibbly-wobbly, they always find their feet again. They're just something else. You also got this amazing Spanish fly and a face buster that was followed by a slap that made me laugh because I'm a bad person. And that outside in Phoenix splash that Vikingo does, 
I mean, that is never going to get old. There's also a catch your Anagi, which was also incredible. And of course, it ended with that 6.30 that Vikingo does. My big question is, I don't get how you carry on this style for more than five years. I mean, even here, it looked like they were limping a little bit. But honestly, I take my respect gland and I just throw it into their face, which sounds absolutely disgusting. But they just give us so much and they're so damn talented. Again, go watch these last two matches. You'll have a good time. Up When out came the Iron Savages. Wait, because while this happened ages ago, I had totally forgot that Bear Country had morphed into the Iron Savages. And what a strange evolution they've been on. They were also taking on Logan Lynch and Ren Jones. I'm just going to be honest with you. Given that I'd never heard those two names before, I thought they were going to get smashed. And they got smashed. Because this was just Superman meet 9000 that it actually ended. When the Iron Savages basically threw the other one onto their opponents and crushed them. So they were treating each other like human projectiles, even though they used to be bears. There is absolutely a place for these two on Dynamite, though, because you could do a mini program with FTR and picture like we did in the 80s, how and Cash and Dax will ever take these big guys down. And they figure out a way, because again, that's wrestling. Not 100% sure we needed three squash matches on one show. So I'm going to give it up, but I'm also going to give it a down. By this one, it was the Law of Diminishing Returns. I'd already seen two. And it was main event time next. You can't get mad at this. Because it was Samoa Joe versus Colt Cabana for the TV title. And like I've already told you, it just made me happy. I was able to watch Colt work a match over WrestleMania weekend. And that dude can still go. And Samoa Joe at this point is basically a legend. Samoa was also a beast to start with and was just smashing down on Colt. Who went for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. But once again, it didn't work. What is happening to that maneuver? He was still able to hit his big elbow and the flying apple. And when that didn't work, he thought, fine, I'll go to that top rope and I'll hit a moonsault instead. But I guess he got greedy because Samoa Joe got his knees up. And that was basically that. Because Samoa Joe is like a piranha. He saw a neck. He locked on the Kikina clutch. Colt Cabana was done. Samoa Joe wins. And I think that's 10 in a row. Also, no idea what's next because, of course, Mark Briscoe was involved. But now he's got bigger fish to fry or new fish to fry, I should say. There's just some fish. But look, it's getting it up. I could watch these two work for the rest of my life and I'd be pretty happy about it. Which does indeed bring us to the end of another Ring of Honor show. And again, I really do like the layout here. You have brand new stars and you have stars that we're used to. But it could use something else, maybe a few more stories and a few more angles. But it was a nice thing for me to watch on a Friday morning. I appreciate it. Up. Now you know the usual stuff, leave a comment below, like the video, share the video, subscribe, click a video in order to continue watching, especially in ups and downs, Dynamite's there, appreciate it if you would check that out, whatculture.com, social media, just give us some love, we'll give you some love back, we'll do a massive old hug, have a great weekend, keep doing this with your arms, because it doesn't make any sense, goodbye. So, you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams, there's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 